It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. It's always fun resetting and setting volumes all the time. But it's that time of the year where it gets goofy and we use different stuff. And some days it's a microphone, some days it's a headset, and everything comes in differently. And we have guests. We don't have a guest today, is what I'm getting to. All right. Well, that was a long-winded <laughs> way to get to get to the end. Um, I was talking while I was setting the things, and I needed to talk so that I could see the volumes and make sure everything was doing right. All right. So, basically, uh, every coach that um, has accepted our invite to come on has been on, and camp starts next week. So, we're going to use this as kind of the, the bridge between that and camp actually starting, and... This will likely be the only podcast you guys get this week because it's our last week before we go gung-ho until about Thanksgiving, Christmas time. Yes, and we do like to go gung-ho, uh, and, and and I will appreciate being a little bit uh, busier. Not that I'm not enjoying the, the downtime. I'm really not enjoying the downtime. Uh, but uh, it, it's exciting, and I'm excited for the football uh, season. I'm a little disappointed the way the schedule plays out Brady because the last couple of years we were able to pack more games into it it just seems like there's less going on Saturday and the first two weeks of the season fewer teams are are taking the option of playing on Friday well we'll make it work and we'll go through our schedule that's going to be the bulk of this episode is going through what our our first draft of our schedule is going to look like the first four or so weeks are basically locked in stone once you get to week seven and eight especially in the BWAC those might be are essentially placeholders because they're going to be BWAC championship style games but uh yeah I think that's about enough jibber jabbering and let's uh get to it all right we'll get to it in just a moment Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. Garrett Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. 
getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world-famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carry-out. Call 810-378-5565. Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Excuse me, Dennis and uh, Brady, and uh, let's uh, talk some uh, high school football, Uh, Brady, and let's talk a little bit about week one. Now, we're not going to go in-depth, in-depth, because it's more for the preview and more for when we get closer and know more. But um, some interesting matchups uh, and very similar to what we had last year. We're just going to switch venues. So this time, Marysville is going to go to Elmont. Right. Uh, last year, I thought this was a really good football game, and I wasn't sure what kind of a football game I was going to get. But basically, it fell apart for Marysville just before halftime. They came out with a wonderful game plan, I thought, and they really executed they had a long drive to start the game, but but again, they kind of shot themselves in, in their own foot, and if they get off the field leading 6 nothing at halftime, I think they're okay going into the second half of that game. But they, they, if memory serves me, they, they turned over the ball. Elmont punched it in late. All of a sudden, it goes from Marysville really dominating but being down 7-6 at the break, and then Elmont was a different team in the third quarter and won the game in the third quarter. Right, and that's one of the, I mean, four games we'll have week one. That Thursday, Marysville at Elmont, like you said, Richmond at St. Clair, and then Friday, Harbor Beach is at Cardinal Mooney and Marine City at Armada. So we have that quartet of games that all have their own intrigue to it. All those games are going to be tough to pick, and I think are going to set the tone and answer a lot of questions for, well, let, let's face it, basically every team we listed, I can put up question marks of guys they lost or changes going on in every one of those programs, and they're going to have to figure it out in week one. And that's a very fun slate for us week one. Yeah, and it's interesting because you wonder what it tells us because, like, last year uh, Richmond got the shutout in that game and we're like okay because we thought going into the season St. Clair was going to be pretty solid and we're like okay that's an impressive win for uh for Richmond and I thought by the end of the year St. Clair was going better than Richmond was and if they played that game at the end of the year we might have gotten a different result right and that's why week one is is always tougher but just looking at that slate of games, there's going to be a lot of fun ones. Obviously, the Marine City Armada rematch is going to be a blast. We've talked with with most of the BWAC coaches. Going to be at camps for our basically our MAC teams next week. So that's we're gonna learn a little bit more about what a new new ish look Marine City team will be like, but. I think that's one that not just Marine City and Armada fans are going to be interested in, but we're going to get a lot of interest from non-Tiger and Mariner fans. Yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about our uh, our adopted teams from the <laughs> GTC East, Harbor Beach and uh, Ubley. Okay, because uh, we'll have Harbor Beach in, in week one. I, we've, we've not done the Pirates in, in football. No, so, we have not uh, had a football. We've done them in, I think, basketball. It's yeah, the only sport we've had them on the, with. The, this, this could be fun. Now, I know um, there's changes at Mooney, but Mooney's still going to be good. So you look at this, this schedule that Harbor Beach is going to play this year. They open at Mooney, okay, a playoff team from a year ago. Then they play Cassidy at home, which last year was a league game. This year is a crossover. Yeah, by the way, 
if you're unaware, Bad Axe is now in the GTC East. They flipped with Cass City after one season. And that's their week three game. That's their league opener. Then they have the Ubley game. They always play that game early in the season. Um, uh, Then it's Marlette at home, Sandusky at home, and then they close out league play at Memphis. And then their final two weeks at Lakers – and Beale City, who is perennially a Final Four team. Right, is basically Ubley, but a little further west. Yeah, the, the, in fact, they've been a thorn in Ubley's uh, side. And Ubley was the other team because they open at Clarkston Everest. Right. A really strong program. Then they play Lakers at home. Then they go through their league schedule, which is tough. And they close their last three weeks. They close league at Sandusky, and then it's at Cass City and at Montrose. Like, they're really aren't easy weeks for either of those two teams. They challenged themselves this year with the schedule that the, that they put up. Uh, and I just like, again, we know what Ubley does and we know what Beach does this year. And uh, I, I think the, the message learned here is challenge yourself, play the big-time teams, then you know what you need to do in the postseason, and that's why they perennially make runs Beyond regionals. And it, again, starts week one, uh, Harbor Beach at Cardinal Mooney. We have that game. That will be a fun one. Again, first time I get to see Harbor Beach on our airwaves. Uh, Marysville at Almont, Richmond at St. Clair, Marine City, Armada, just to recap. Then week two, uh, we're going to find out a lot about the BWAC. Not that we won't in week one, but we have Richmond at Croslex, Armada at Yale. And I think we're hoping that some combination of those teams, at least one of them will be fighting for a BWAC title at the end of the year. And this could be a week that determines what game we're covering down in week eight, because once we get to that, we'll talk about it more, but it's going to be an interesting week too, because all right, Richmond is looking to bounce back. They understand where they're at and trying to take that step back up to be near the top of the BWAC, but there's no denying it that Croslex has been that team that has just not given them fits is just beat beaten them up yeah. the last few years yeah the, the last two games have not been close right um and and Croslex has dominated them and again I know there, there's changes with the, the the pioneers but I think uh, of all the BWAC teams they bring back the most right and and, and they're pretty solid. Um, so, uh, big opportunity for Richmond early. Cause if the, if the Richmond blue devils, Brady, if they open the season two and oh, you got to say, mm, these guys are back then. Yeah. But if they open oh and two, you got to say, uh, they're still building. Yeah. The, there's no time to waste for Richmond. You're going to know right away what Richmond's are. And we kind of said that when coach Misko was on, uh, they're going to have to figure it out really quickly. And conversely, for Yale, this is going to be the show-me game. Because last year was the year of building the year. of Hey, we were competitive with the good teams. Now we're, we're trying to get to the top. Now it's the season for wins for Yale. And having them or made a go to Yale, there's going to be a fun storyline in there somewhere. Because I'm going to assume Yale is going to beat Annapolis, which they have the last couple of years. Whether Armado wins or loses, that adds a lot of spice to that Week 2 game. Well, what you're hoping, Yale, because I'm with you, they they open with Annapolis. They're probably going to have a lot easier game than Armada Marine City. You want Armada and Marine City to just you kill each the other. You want game they had last year. So, so that, so that Armada, Armada comes limping into Yale Park, uh, and, and you've got a chance to maybe jump them um, because, again, the more Yale wins early in the season, the more the excitement is going to build around that program because they're already excited right now. And that's why I'm curious to see how how it goes down because I think there will be a good crowd for that. I mean, Armada's going to travel. Uh, Yale, I think, with the home opener, that'll be exciting. So week two, Richmond at Cross-Lex, Armada at Yale, those will be our two games, and then we might yeah, we can have, find some Friday games. We we'll, might we'll have a third game. It looks like Marlette is playing that Friday. Uh, that is a that could be a third game that week. They host USA, so a chance to maybe go up into the thumb a bit for 
a third game that week, which with it being Labor Day, I know a lot of people don't want to play on that Friday. People want to get to vacations, but if you need officials, you need officials. So. In, in past years, too, we have had two games on right. Friday. So. But that, that, that week is going schedule. to be very interesting to set the tone because let's talk about it from Cross Lex's perspective. They play Swan Valley week one. That's not going to be an easy game. Depending on the result, they could be rolling with two straight home wins to get the season started, or if they drop that first one to Swan Valley, not that it's going to be doom and gloom if they start 0-2, but anytime you lose week one, you feel your back's a little against the wall in week two. Well, plus, you know, new regime. They want to get off to a good start. They don't want to hear about what the other guys did. Right. They want to go, we're here, this is what we do, this is how we do it, and oh, look, we've got a couple of wins to back it up. Right. So it's going to be a new look for Cross-Lex in week one and then week two. Not going to have a lot of time to ease into the new system or new regime, but I just think that there's going to be a lot of fun storylines and question marks coming up in the first couple of weeks. Just looking at the slate, I mean, we get a bunch of different teams from the area. Um, and the two we haven't mentioned are the two that reside at Memorial Stadium, yeah. Port Huron High and Northern. Uh, well, Northern plays like three or like four total games at Memorial Stadium this year. They have a tough schedule on the road. We get them week three when Lons Cruz North comes to town for their home opener. Yeah, and, and this will be interesting because Lons Cruz North, it's too big of a school to stay bad for that long, don't you think? Like, they've struggled. At some point, that that program's going to get better, isn't it? Or are they just getting too devastated by Dakota and Chippewa Valley? That could be it. I mean, the other school you'd say that for, I don't think we have them on the schedule anywhere. I'd have to double-check, but Sterling Heights, too. Yeah. They have thousands of kids, and you think that you just by sheer luck you'd end up with 15 good football players and end up – fielding a fairly competitive team but who knows that's going to be our first look at northern who the more i hear about and i hear about the guy i see the people that have come into the program and what they bring back from last year yeah you lost your quarterback yeah you lost a division one defensive end but they had a lot of juniors on that team last year that made big plays that I think will be back in Northern might be a, a, a pretty tough team. Now, we, we don't have this. Week one, Northern's at Gross Point South. That's going to be a measuring yes. stick from week one. But get to see them in week three at home against Lons Cruz North. By the way, every PH or Northern uh, home game is also on Thumb Coast TV. So for those in the area. Um, and then St. Clair at Marine City is the other one. There's not a whole lot to say about that for that Friday night game. Yeah, bat- battle for the Bell. It's, it's always a big game. Um, the Marine City has had the upper hand for a little while here. But, uh, you know, again, in a rivalry game, I don't count anybody out. No, and talk about Marine City figuring out what they're going to be. They always reload. And next week we'll hear some. I mean, I think we saw some of the names last year that are going to play a big part. They're going to have a a three-and-a-half-year starting quarterback by the time Lincoln Osterlin's gone. So he, he got his feet wet last year, and he looked just fine. He didn't look like a freshman. So I don't think there's going to be too much transition. But St. Clair... Who knows? Now, I think Marine City has the mental edge on St. Clair and Marysville at this point, but it'll be an interesting matchup, and and those are always fun ones. That's the week three Friday slate, because on Saturday, Cardinal Mooney plays at home on their first Saturday game, so we get them again against Cranbrook. And this might be a big game for Mooney, depending on how the Harbor Beach game goes, and then they have to go to uh, Saginaw Michigan Lutheran Seminary in week uh, two. So right off the hop, they've got two really strong teams. Harbor Beach, we've talked about their program. They've won a state championship. They they win regionals. Right. They they win quarterfinals. Um, and Seminary, uh, were were they or were they not? A, they were at least a quarterfinal team. They know they year? lost to Ubley. They, they lost Remember to Ubley, but it, oh, that was in the district final. Yes. Okay, but uh, Seminary is a team that also 
has a history of uh, being pretty solid. So that's a tough way to start your season. Um, and they may come home with a good football team going, geez, we've got to beat Cranbrook this week, or what right. are we going to do? That's, I guess, the, the easiest of their first three games. Or they might come in sky high going, we're invincible because they've beaten two really good football. And Cranbrook's players. going to be a very winnable game for them. So that's the first three weeks. Again, all this is on GetStuckOnSports.com. So you just go to over to uh, information and click on schedule. It'll have all this for you. But I guess this is our schedule reveal. So th- those are our first three weeks. And we have a lot more left to talk about because yeah. there's a lot of very interesting matchups the rest of the way. Well, the, the middle weeks are always uh, fun. We'll get to that next. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. DB Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue's gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at 810-689-0448. And like them on Facebook to see if they're open on Sunday. It's DB Smokehouse. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back. Dennis and uh, Brady Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Um, where do you want to go from uh, well, here? Because we've already uh, had changes. Yeah, so basically <laughs> as soon as we got in into the break, uh, it came across our feed that, well, we, we wanted more Saturday or Friday games on week two. 
We got another Saturday game on week two. Or Friday, or Friday excuse me, Friday game on week two. Armada and Yale has been moved to Friday. Which so, means we can now, now find another Thursday yeah, so game. so now there's another Thursday game. And the early returns look like it might be East Point, Port Huron. So we'll get to see the Red Hawks for their second game of the year. They open at home actually to Anchor Bay. And I guess that's a good segue to talk about that for just a moment because that's a game that normally we'd be all over, but you see the slate of games, and there's no way we could have dropped one. So looks like we'll get to see PH in week two now, or and we'll have to go through again, but have a chance to see them in week two because we're going to see them in what, week, week five? Week five, yeah. Frazier, or week four, excuse me, week four, Frazier, at Port here on his week four. Oh, yeah, that is. The other game we have on that Friday is Elmont at North Branch. So where do you want to start for those two games on our schedule? Well, um, obviously, um, the the Red Hawks, and it's going to – oh, I'm going to mess that We're up We're just going to have times. to say it a lot so it pounds it into our heads. You know, for 30 years I've been calling them something else. Um, against Frazier. Frazier's that wild card team in the blue. Like, there's always that third team. We, we talked about this. The blue has gone through Port Huron area schools for about I, five I years now. Since 2018, it's either one of the Port Huron schools has laid claim to the title. So, you and, and we think both the Red Hawks and the Huskies are going to be good again this year. Yes. Um, God, that's so going to take a while to get used to. Who is that other team? Frazier. Mott, we talked about a little bit about Lance Cruz North. I just don't know that these teams have it, but last year it's Fra- a big game, and in recent history, Frazier's been a bugaboo. Like they had an well, overtime win over Northern that kind of messed things up a couple of that years was ago. Back in 2020, 21, they were still competitive. Uh, there was a close game against Northern and a competitive one against PH. Yeah, they, last they blew year. a 15 nothing lead a couple of years ago right. against Northern. And this past year, they were bad. They were one coming off a one and eight season, yeah. but was that because a bunch of young players were getting experience? Uh, that's going to be one that I think by that point in the season, we will know what they're going to be and have a decent expectation now, but it'll still be an important game because I don't know how the schedule falls. I don't have the, the blue schedules it's in front of me two of league play, but you know, we'll, we'll go looking at that and go, Oh, well, Frazier beat so-and-so in week one. And Frazier has so, Athens, Warren Woods tower and Sterling Heights. Yeah, so. They could be three and O and you don't know if they're a good team yeah, or exactly. just an average team. Exactly. So we'll, we'll have that going into that one. And then Elmont North branch, Again, I don't know what these teams are bringing back, but I just tradition speaks loudly with Elmont. They're pretty good every year. Right. They might not be world beaters, but they're pretty good and they find a way every year to win anywhere from 5 to 9 say, games. Their their down <laughs> years are usually 6 and 3. Yeah. I mean, and and North Branch, a lot of turnover again till I see them play. Don't know what they have. By this point, we should have a pretty good idea how these teams uh, well, line up. Here's Almont's first three games. So we'll see the Marysville game. But then they play Algonac and MLA City. Now, unless either of these programs take a major step forward, those could be two convincing wins for Almont. So that North Branch game, at least for the Raiders, could be that prove-it game where... All right, let's say they play a close game with Marysville, win, lose, or draw, whatever. Yeah. A close competitive game, and we won't know a ton about Marysville either after that because I think they play like Lincoln or someone, mm-hmm. or Hazel Park Week 2, which won't tell us a lot. Then they go through MLA City and Algonac. We're not sure. North Branch plays Forest Hills Eastern in Week 1. They're a fringy playoff team that usually when they get in the playoffs – they get beat bad by someone like Unity Christian. So, you yeah, know, they, they, they've got the the west side of the state De La Salle thing. Yeah, so they'll, <laughs> they'll go like they'll go six and three, play Unit Hudsonville Unity Christian, and lose by forty, and then that's their season. 
Then they ha- then North Branch has MLA City. So MLA City, nice start to your league schedule with Almont and North Branch. Yeah, that's a tough start. And then North Branch will have a tough one against Yale, which again, depending on the Armada game with y- for Yale, will have some intrigue. But it feels like that North Branch Almont game in Week Four could be that. Prove it. Here is the. Here's who's really good. Here's what these two teams are in the league. And it almost could set up uh, for for these two teams. Um, what side of the divide are you going to be on? Right. The winner of that game is going to be in the top four, and the loser might be in the bottom four. Well, and the winner of that game, especially if it's Almont, you're looking at the last four weeks, and you're going, all right, four games, and if you go three and one, you could be BWAC champions. Same for, for North Branch, if they can get that win over Yale. That, that sets up, they go to Algonac next week, uh, the, the following week. That could be a very big one. And the other thing, this is a rivalry. Obviously, Coach Furman not at North Branch anymore, so it takes a little bit of the heat out of the rivalry. But they've still played some very competitive games the last few years. Yeah. The, 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 uh, El- Elmont feeds on that. They, they feed on that. We we like to not like the other guy, right. and it works for them. It really works for them. Um, there's a Saturday game, too, uh, uh, that week in week four with uh, Mooney hosting Shrine. Um, and, again, for Mooney, now it's about starting streaks. Yeah. Um, they finally beat Shrine last year. They checked that one off the list. Now you want to beat them back-to-back times. Absolutely, and – well, it's just really nice that uh, Mooney plays Saturday games. We say it every year. It, no one else is playing Saturday at, at one, so you can go down there and do that because you're not you're just be sitting around doing nothing else otherwise. And they play a fun brand of football. I mean, I have been entertained for the well, last they, three years they've had doing s- their games. They've had some athletes there, which have made it easier. All right, uh, week five it was the easiest week of the year to schedule. It, I mean, it, it's rivalry. High in northern Marysville, Marine City. Two of the, I'd say, maybe the longest standing rivalries. I know Marysville, Marine City, I think, first played in like the 20s. Yeah. And uh, northern and high, well, that speaks for itself. That's the game. That's maybe the most attended game on average uh in the area. And it's basically been decided by it's, a touchdown. It's been the Mac for like six straight games. It's been the Mac Blue <laughs> Championship. And we say it all the time that we're in a golden era of this rivalry, that there has never been this long of a stretch where both sides have been constantly winning six, seven games, where both these teams have been constantly so competitive. And even when one team's a little down, there ha- you're right, there hasn't been a blowout in this game since 2017 let me check that real quick but i think it's been about seven years now since there's been a game where it was a snoozer now well, there's been 14 seven games um the the even the 20 to 7 game was really a 14 to 7 yeah, game yeah no offense shows up in this game um the 13 nothing mud bowl let's see. there were a couple of of games that got into the upper 20s the one year they split uh, that the was regular in, season right, in so the playoff. Coming back, uh, twenty last year Northern won fourteen to seven. Then in twenty one they played twice. It was thirteen nothing Northern and fourteen seven Port Huron. Uh, back in twenty, and this is when PH was pretty solid and Northern struggled. It was twenty to seven, but it was fourteen to seven until PH had a pick six at the buzzer. Yeah, with no just time to left, put yeah. a little cherry on top so for all intents and purposes a two uh seven point game and then 2019 the games you were just mentioning in the regular season northern won 29 26 in the postseason northern or ph won excuse me 27 21 that was maybe the best year of the rivalry because there was a lot of talent loaded on both sides and those were a lot of fun 2018 21 14 Northern one, and then you go back to 2017, 21-7 Northern, and in 16, the last year, I guess it was a blowout, 20-3 PH1. You have to go all the way back to 2015 to get a 42-0 game. Yeah. But that's been a hell of a rivalry. That's week five, and Marysville and Marine City are going to be one. 
I said it last year. I'll say it again. Both Marysville and St. Clair need to figure out a way to get the stigma of Marine City out of their head. It's in Marysville this year, but, man, it feels like when that ball kicks off, Marine City's up 7 nothing already. And still, um, to this day, unless you're going to put the Armada-Marine City game ahead of it, I the Marysville-Marine City game from a couple of years ago uh, is still the all-time, all-time for Brady. It's. I'm I wish I could have seen it. it. I think it's on YouTube somewhere, but um, it's it is one of those games where it was one of the best football games I've seen, regardless of level. And I hope we get something fun like that this year at, at Walt Braun Viking Stadium because that was a heck of a game. All right, now we're getting into the deeper part of the schedule and. Would you say from maybe this point onward, things are subject to change a little bit depending on how team seasons are going and if there's a game we can't ignore? Yeah, I mean, for, for week six, the way we've got it set up now is uh, the, to be at Memorial Stadium and CPH play Lance Cruz North. Right. Uh, and to go back to Elmont. Uh, we're going to Elmont twice this year, week one, and again in week six when they play Croslex because we just presume Croslex Elmont is going to to have some sort of uh, say in who ends up winning the title or how many teams end right. up winning and the title. Right, and last year, it did. Almont upset Croslex, and that took them out of the race. Uh, I believe had Croslex won – no, because they dropped another the, – yeah, they dropped their second game to North Branch. Had they lost to North Branch, I believe it would have been a three-way tie if my math's right off the top of my head. So, yeah. Almont shocked everyone after Almont, I think, had lost two straight to North Branch and Armada. They went into Croslex, I believe, on homecoming and beat the Pioneers. So that's going to be a fun one. And we've already talked about Lance Cruz North maybe being that third team in the MAC blue that could compete. I, I remember the games weren't they weren't blowouts. They weren't close last year against the the Port Huron area schools, but they were. That should be an interesting one, and it's always fun to do a game from Memorial Stadium. Oh, so. uh, I love the atmosphere, and actually, I wouldn't mind if it were an, a lopsided game if, if I'm there because I want to see Gavin Troy run wild. <laughs> right, you he is so fun to watch, folks. And he does. We don't not. talk about him nearly enough, uh, the, the job he did as a running back last year for them and what he's capable of. All right. Uh, We'll get into our final three weeks because, well, the home stretch is, if it works out how we think, there's going to be a lot of fun matchups. But I'll just say right now, week eight in the BWAC is basically pull a game out of a hat because <laughs> we have two games down there, could be, but we don't know yet. So we'll have to figure that one out, but we'll talk about our final three games in a bit. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. 
This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. DB Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue's gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at 810-689-0448. And like them on Facebook to see if they're open on Sunday. It's DB Smokehouse. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. What a great tailgate idea. Oh, Just thinking yeah, back I to was, DBs there. I was, I was, yeah, I was looking at something else. But yeah, anyway, uh, week seven will be a special one. It will be the Marysville-St. Clair game, and we're going to have some. That one's going to be a fun one for us. Uh, and... That that'll be coupled with Warren Mott Northern again. That one could potentially be for a Mac Blue title in Week Seven. Yeah, if if Mott steps up and gets in the mix and becomes that third team in the race, that'll be actually a big game. But this is something that uh, and and Brady, you should be very proud of this, and, and that's why I'm going to let you talk about it. Um, but uh, something special for this year's Marysville-St. Clair game that we hope becomes a long, long, long tradition. Yeah, it's still being worked on, but we hope to have a, a trophy for that game this year. And I think once we have it, once we physically have it and the process is done, we'll, we'll talk about it a little more. We'll have a little pomp and circumstance for this game. But it will be a fun one, and that one – depending on what these two teams are, could be anywhere from trying to hope scoreboard watch or, or clinch a, a Mac goal or silver title to trying to put yourself in playoff positioning or make a push for a playoffs at the end of the year between these two teams. Yeah, and, and here's the the thing with, uh, you know, Marysville has Almont and, and PH in there, but their other non-league games – Hazel Park and Lincoln, those are games they got to win. Oh yeah, they they they. I would be shocked if they didn't. Um, and and for St. Clair, uh, they've got Hazel Park and Lincoln on their schedule too. So you got to win those games. You've got to do good in league, uh, and then you're, you're St. Clair's got Richmond in week one. I mean, the, they're both playing BWAC teams, so you don't know how that's gonna go. Northern and, and PH, to me, on paper, look like favorites going into these games. But that'll be week nine of the season, so right. you don't know how we're going to be looking at these games. So, to me, for both of these teams, if you're sitting there on the fringe, the difference between four and five and five and four, or even getting six wins, right? it's a big game. I also have no idea what the rest of the silver is going to yeah. be. I don't. I have no idea. We what assume... Lamp- Marine City's going to be good. Right. Lamphere, they've been better recently. I don't know if they lost guys or what, but they're the biggest candidate. Southlake lost their coach, and Clintondale's been frisky lately. And that was a game that I think St. Clair took to overtime last year, won like 12-6 to in yeah. OT. So Marysville, St. Clair, that's going to be one that turns the tides. And going back to Mott Northern, that was a game that got Port Huron high the – league title last year because Mott knocked off Northern and handed them their one league loss. And since PH had beat Mott, they both finished the year four and one. 
and thus a split title in the blue last year. Yeah, yeah, that that was one that caught us off guard. I remember coming back and getting the scores and going, oh, my goodness. Because we just, again, not that we assumed Northern was going to go there and win 50 to nothing. But they had been. But we assumed Northern was going to go there and win the football game. Yeah. And that was, well, now they have it at Memorial Stadium, and it will be a fun one because could be the same spot as last year. That could be a game where Northern's trying to clinch an outright title, depending on how the Crosstown showdown goes. And even if they don't, the way we see it going is you might be scoreboard watching and trying to see what's going on in the PH game that week and going, all right, what are they doing against maybe Sterling Heights? Hopefully he can give, get us an upset. All right, and there's a Saturday game in uh, week uh seven as well. Mooney's at home against Cabrini. I think Mooney goes to Everest the week before. So if things go well and they win that game, they're going to be looking at their last two league games going, we just have to take care of business. And so that will make this an important game for them. And just another Mooney Saturday game. All right. Week eight, the final BWAC week of the season. Uh, There's Really like three spots we could be, depending on how the league's going. Almont plays Yale, I believe at Yale. Mm-hmm. Croslex is at, is hosting North Branch, I believe, because they went to yep. North Branch last year. And Armada is going to Richmond, I believe. Um, at least that's what it has here, though. The historical site sometimes doesn't have home and away right. But Armada's playing Richmond. I don't know which two of those three games are going to decide the league, but I know that two of those three are basically going to be deciding the league. I would be... Uh, Armada I, gets Richmond at home. Oh, sorry. Armada's hosting Richmond. All right. Someone in those three games are going to be scoreboard watching. One of them is probably going to say, hey, win and we're champions. We might have a scenario where we're scoreboard watching all three games. Because you might have two winners that are co-champs. Right. I would be surprised, I think, if there's one where it's, hey, these two teams are playing and the winner's the champion and everyone else is just playing for second place. But it could happen. Um, Right now, we have Almont, Yale, and Croslex North Branch slated in there. It's week eight. It is very subject to change. If Armada or Richmond are playing for a league title, that's probably going to be the other spot we go because it's also the Mac crossover week and a lot of the Mac crossovers are, well, weak. Yeah. Uh, and, again, another Saturday game, Mooney's final home game of the year against uh, Liggett, and hopefully they'll be playing to go to the uh, prep bowl for a second year in a row. That would, be, that would be a lot of fun, and we love having those Saturday games. If someone else wanted to start having Saturday games, Depending on how available I am, we might be able just to do a lot of your games. Yeah. We've been... Saturday we've been, games, good. Or we've been pushing for Thursday eight-man games for a while. Yes. Those that, are good, too. Those are a lot of fun. And then week nine is, well, they're rivalry games, and they're fun because they're series that hadn't been played a lot up until recently. St. Clair at Northern, Port Huron at Marysville. Those are going to be a blast. And just really excited because Port Huron Marysville renewed hostilities what, last year. Yes. And it had been a, actually it too been long about of fif- a time. It been about 15 years yeah. since they had last And that's played. way too long for two schools that close that are that big of a rival even without that game. Right. So uh, it, it was nice to get that back, and it's it's nice to continue it. Uh, and hopefully that's uh, on the uh, schedule for a long time. And St. Clair and Northern, there are two teams that are close. It's better than having to play some random school from 90 miles away in Week 9. And I'd rather see that than see St. Clair, Madison, and uh, yes. Northern Lance Cruz. Right. Or Northern Lakeview. Right. It's a lot of fun, and at Memorial Stadium should be a lot of fun that night. St. Clair hopefully will be playing maybe for a playoff berth, maybe for a home playoff game. Northern, the same thing. And I think it's I think that's a, that's a pretty fun week nine to end with. We don't have any of them, but the BWAC week nine is kind of out there. Like a lot of tough games like Holly North Branch 
Schwartz Creek, Yale, Croslex, Freeland, Armada, Corona, Almont, West Branch, Ogemaw Heights. <laughs> Those are some out there games. Croslex, Freeland. Yeah. And then Clintondale, who beat Richmond last year, plays them again. And then you you got Flint, Emily City, and Algonac, Whitmore Lake, but. That's just I we're not doing those games, but those are going to be interesting games. I'm going to make the picks tough that week if we're being honest. So uh, the the week one and week ten, the picks are always re- the those are the toughest two weeks to to pick. All right, because you just don't know a lot going in, and then obviously we will have a week ten because area teams are going to make the playoffs, and we'll be at playoff games. Absolutely. So right now we have tentatively 24 games on the docket. With one or two more we could add. We mentioned the Marlette game. Yeah. I believe there's an eight-man game on a Thursday or Saturday. And um, with somewhere. the one game flipping to a Friday, we're oh, probably yeah. going to add two games so, right there. So call it 25 games because we'll get to we have another Friday. We'll replace a Thursday game. So call it 25 games. Uh, we have our, our broadcast schedule on the website. We also have standings during football season for every single MAC for the BWAC, the GTC East. Mooney's Catholic League, the NCTL Stars and Stripes, which, well, it'll be a little cleaner for you next year. Well, you just have the big thumb next year, but standings for all of that. So if you want to see how a team even tangently related to some of our area teams is doing, you can go check that out on there. Uh, Dennis updates that pretty quickly after the game's on uh, Friday, so usually by Saturday you'll have yeah, so Saturday morning I go to bed uh, like at 4 a.m. Right, after So that, that is all updated when, when you get up and look at it. So uh, that's all there on GetStuckOnSports.com. Again, looks like 25 games before the playoffs this fall, and that's if we don't find a couple other stragglers here or there. But I think it's a very fun slate. There weren't too many weeks this season where you go – I guess this game, this is the that's the best one of the bunch. And I think a big part of that is the BWAC being so unpredictable. Yes. So that'll and be a And competitive. Lot. Yes. Like, it's unpredictable in a good way. Right. So anything else? Uh, again, likely the last show of the week. Um, if all goes to plan, we'll be back Monday with the opening of camp at Marine City. And those are some of the most fun shows to do live from camp. And you finally get to see some real football. And, yeah, you get the juices flowing a little bit. And you finally, you finally know that you're in August and it's soon. Right. It's real soon. All right. So anything else, Dennis? That's all I got. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.